Hey, sweet. Hey, savories. I'm Alyssa. And I'm AJ. And this is the Sweet, sweet or Savory, savory Podcast. Podcast. Welcome to the Sweet or Savory Podcast. Yes. Welcome, everybody. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I just wrote I, that's in the script. I wrote that to be more conversational, AJ. <laughs> what? <laughs> Not straight up, how are you? I've never seen that in the script before. That's wrote, why I just, I, just, like, I just wrote it more like a, you know, catch up moment. A little catch up moment. Okay, next time I'll put catch up moment. Okay, that's kind of funny. <laughs> well, how well how are you? How are yeah, you? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Um, <laughs> we have um, like improv. we have a good like month and a half till the wedding you know so it's a little um yeah i don't know uh it's good it's good how are you julie hey uh check out our producer julie over there I don't, i'm sweating more than normal i, don't I know. know what's going on it was that intro it was that intro okay i know yeah. we normally go into like our actual intro but i figured just add a that's little... cute i like it i'm doing well that's great Great. Yeah, um, no updates. How are you doing, Nathan? Uh, I'm pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sounds like everyone's doing Okay, well. all right. Let's. Uh, <laughs> all right, well. Go ahead. Go well, on. It'll do better yeah. next time. No, that's okay. That was a good intro. At this point, you already know this podcast started with a debate topic. Is, is peanut, peanut butter, butter sweet or savory? And you can check out our podcast page for past debates like, can you be friends with your ex? Is Disneyland better than Disney World? Would you rather pause or rewind your life? Stay tuned for future topics as well like deep conversation starters and... What are our red flags? Ooh. Um, please subscribe, rate, and review and follow us on social media. Of course, Sweet or Savory Pod. And email us at sweetorsavorypod at gmail.com. And also, this is a new thing that we've been doing every week, which we are going live on Kumu every Tuesday, every day that the podcast launches, uh, which has been every Tuesday, obviously. And uh, we've been just going live on there and saying hi to the Kumu community. It's been amazing. Shout outs to Kumu and One Down. We'll see you on the stream. Yes. Today's topic may start a fight <laughs> between me and AJ <laughs> or me and Julie or AJ and Julie. I'm definitely going to start or a fight AJ on this and Nathan. <laughs> Because it's a very passionate topic, at least for the two of us. Yeah. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can probably guess from our shirts. And if you're watching on Spotify as well, because there's video, video. on there. Yes. You can probably guess from our shirts. The topic is... Our top five Disney movies. Uh, mine's low-key a Disney shirt. Well, it looks like a Lakers shirt. Mine's then, Pizza Planet from yeah. Toy Story. Yep. And then mine are just the classic... Mickey, Goofy, and Donald on a Lakers shirt. Awesome. Julie, what's your Disney shirt? Mine oh. is white, like all of the Disney princesses. <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> true, <laughs> true. Uh, yeah, n literally 90% of them. Yeah, probably 95. Probably 95. 98. I, I think 98. Uh, until maybe a few years from now. And uh, Yeah, that'd be awesome. Spoiler. Come on, I'm Disney. <laughs> well, this topic was sent in by Denise and Marie who sent in this email to us. Julie, would you mind reading her email? I almost just said, <laughs> Julie, Julie reads. reads. We're having trouble with the <laughs> oh script gosh. today, everyone. Okay, this is from Denise Ann Marie. 
I just wanted to start off by saying how much I've been loving the podcast, but not only that, I just love you both as the talented, amazing human beings you are. Oh, that's so cute. I'd love to hear both your opinions on your absolute favorite Disney movies. I love that. Thank you, Denise. Thank you, Denise. You sparked a whole episode. That's amazing. Let's just start with just Walt Disney Studios animated films because to me and you know, fortunately, I told Alyssa and Julia as they're coming up with their list before this that I can't even put Pixar in the same like category as Disney. They just are both two separate, two separate yeah. entities. You know, their storytelling is different. One's classic. I mean, Pixar is classic in its own way as well, um, but they're just different, but the same, but different. I feel you on that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's just get right into it. My top five. You scared? I'm scared. I'm scared. Okay, go. My top five Disney movies, not including Pixar. This is just animated. All right, my in fifth place, this might be a little surprising to you all. Beauty and the Beast. Hmm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Top four. Whoa, Julie. <laughs> that, was a, that was a judgmental sound. I told you guys I'm going to start a fight on this podcast. All right, uh, fourth for me, Tarzan. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Third... Hercules. Huh. This is this is not even in some people's top ten. Uh, Hercules. All right. Top two is Aladdin. And number one is the circle of life. It's Lion King, everybody. Big surprise there. <laughs> <laughs> I have a tattoo of Simba on my arm, and oh, you know, references yeah. it a lot. And my dad died. Oh. <laughs> Wow. There's more than one Disney Representation movie where the dad matters. Dies. <laughs> Representation. Pretty much every Disney movie, the parents die. One that's of the parents true. die. Yeah. Bambi. That's true. You know, come on, Frozen, all of that stuff. Um, I want to get to honorable mentions, but should I let you do your top five? Sure. All right. Should I do mine? Let's hear yours. I'm nervous. I don't want to make people mad, aka AJ. What? All right. In number five, the Little Mermaid. Interesting. Look, we'll go into explanations yeah. later. Number four, Frozen. <gasps> what? Number three, Moana. Mm, good one. Number two, Aladdin. Oh, our number two is the same. Wow. And number one, Mulan. Mulan. Duh, Duh, so obvious. Of course. <laughs> Leia Salonga, the yeah, queen. Yeah. You know, that's your idol. She's and, the voice of Mulan, uh, the singing voice of Mulan. Yes. And just actually, Mulan was the movie that I grew up watching the most. Right. right and right. dressing up as, as the mm-hmm. character. Singing reflection. Singing the song. It's the one that I can recite from end to end. Yeah. That's just my favorite. I love that. Okay. We're going to go into explanations and honorable mentions, but Julie, do you have a top list? Yes. Let's hear it. Let's okay. Hear it. Um, number five, Lion King. Mm. I love that. I, I'm Thank not 100 percent sold on the order. By the way, these are okay. just my top sure, five. Sure, I'm sure, like, okay, I could sure, rearrange sure, them. Sure, I don't sure, know. Sure, sure. But Lion King's up there. I always cry. Um, Encanto. Wait, is that Pixar? No, no that's no, Disney. That's all, that's I Disney. love that you put Encanto in there. Encanto. I just questioned myself because it wasn't on your top fives, and I was like, wait a second. I right. well, it's so it's new that I was yeah. thinking classic. I mean, I think we're going to talk about the thresholds and why we have these because yeah. some may just be meaningful to our childhood or whatever. But we'll mm-hmm. get into that. Yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah, 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Moana. Number oh. number three, Moana. Same as your number three. And then number two, I put Frozen, <gasps> but I liked it more when it first came out. Yeah. And now it's like overdone. Yeah. And number one, Tangled. Whoa. Aww. I had a feeling that was going to be in your top. <laughs> That's a good one. A lot of these are kind of in the newer area era. Also, I love, this is an animated, but I love the live action Cinderella with Drew Barrymore. Drew Ever Barrymore? After. Oh, uh, that's not Disney. Oh, it's not Disney. That's not. I don't okay, think I've but it's okay. That. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. Disney's way better. No, the the <laughs> live action uh, Cinderella is the one with uh, uh, Lily James. Lily James. Yeah. Oh, 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 and that's a new one that was um, shot in the UK. I love uh, that one out of all the live action. But nothing's ones. as good as Disney. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Number no, one. Tangled. That's like someone saying, like, "Hey, you know one of my favorite Disney princesses, <laughs> Anastasia. Anastasia," and we're like, "No, that's Fox." <gasps> Oh. <laughs> yeah, people people come for those that think that Anastasia yeah. is Disney, but now, but now you have the warriors that are like, no, it's actually technically Disney because Disney owns 20th Century Fox, uh, and yep. mm -hmm. yeah, so mm -hmm. technically, but she's not a Disney princess. It's not a Disney movie. It's yeah. just within the family. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus, so that's hey, something. There you go. Um, okay, I I'd like to. I looked at my top five which is Lion King, Aladdin, Hercules, Tarzan, Beauty and the Beast. And I look at it, you know, it's all from my childhood, of course. I have a lot of memories with, with each of these. But also, I noticed that all of these, besides Beauty and the Beast, the lead essentially <laughs> is, is a male identifying character. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is crazy. Like, we got Simba. We got Aladdin, because that's the name of the film, even though it's also about Princess Jasmine. Hercules, Tarzan, obviously. I mean, Beauty and the Beast, there are a lot of male characters in that. So I don't know. Is that something? That is something. Because if you look at my top five, they're all like female characters. Mulan, except for Jasmine, because Aladdin's yeah. my top two. Moana, Frozen, two sisters. And then Ariel from The Little Mermaid. Right. And three of them are princesses of color. Yes. Well, yeah. if Moana is a princess. Yeah. Yeah. Technically, yeah. she's not. But character. And I think actually what I have decided, the reason why these are in my top five, I think obviously these are, I grew up watching Mulan, Aladdin, The Little Mermaid, but I also grew up singing those songs the most. Mm. And then for the newer ones, Moana and Frozen, I just loved, I fell in love with the music yeah. from both of those movies. So a lot of them are tied to the music. Yeah, like so music loving, is a big factor. Yes, yeah, singing the songs. Yeah, and, I guess... Actually, that's me too, because Lion King, you know, I'm singing those songs, Aladdin, Whole New World, right? Um, and then Hercules, which is my favorite Disney song of all time, Go the Distance. Mm. And I sing that at every one of my shows. Uh, that's a good one. Tarzan has a lot of good songs that I can sing, you know, Phil Collins. Mm -hmm. you, you've seen that meme where it's like, it's a piano in the fire and everyone's like, like Tarzan didn't have to go that hard. And then you got <laughs> Phil Collins like... You know, I haven't yeah. seen it. You haven't it. seen that no, meme? No, I haven't seen it. Have you seen that meme? No. Yeah. See, Nathan oh, has, okay? okay. He, he got my back. <laughs> but it's Sorry. like Phil Collins didn't have to go hard on all that music, but he did, right? That's also one of the, the first Disney movies I felt from that Renaissance era. And I think it's actually a little after the Renaissance era where it's not a traditional music where the characters are singing, mm -hmm. except for Trash in the Camp, of course. You know, Tarzan is not singing his own songs. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I actually don't. No, if I've seen Tarzan. The more you talk, the more I'm like, I don't think I saw that. <laughs> Wait, Turk? 
Shoo doop zombie doop zoom doop zombie doop. I mean, I've heard you know that music? song. Yeah, I'm sure she's heard the songs, but uh, one thing I also uh, noticed about my top five is that I really love the sidekicks in all of these um, movies as well. Uh, I love like Zazu. Uh, I loved Phil from Hercules, and then Turk mm -hmm. Tarzan, who I got to play. I was in a I was in the musical production of Tarzan, and I got to play Turk. Uh, and then Beauty and the Beast. I love LeFou because I loved singing that song Gaston as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, can we talk about how our number ones are not in each other's top one? That's surprising. Like not in each other's top five. A top five. Yeah. yeah. There was one. What What was the one, Alyssa, that you said that AJ was like? Rah. Frozen. Frozen. Can you Can you explain why your, I love Frozen? Yeah. Can you explain? And AJ, explain why you don't. Why I made that sound? Yes. Yeah. I love Frozen because I actually tie it to watching it in the movies with my siblings. Sister. Yes. yes. I ha I remember oh. having mm. my brother and my sister like on either side of yeah. me and watching it. We watched it as a family. And it was shockingly, like I was shocked that I was so emotional mm. in the movie. First when the parents died and the sisters had to like, you know, go Take care through of that. Other, yeah. yeah, go through that process grieving together. And then at the end when the sister saves yes. her, like, oh my God. I was like mm -hmm. so emotional. Mm -hmm. So that's why I had to include Frozen in my top five because whenever I watch the movie, I it brings back the memories of watching it together. And yeah. I think my brother and sister both cried too, or we were both like looking at each other, like trying not to cry. Yeah. And yeah, I'll never forget. I love that. Watching it in the movie theater. Um, I guess I made that sound. It's beautiful, by the way. Uh, I made that sound because Julie also mentioned it earlier. It's a little overplayed, you know, especially Let It Go, right? I do agree with that. That song just like, as much as I loved it in the beginning too, like I learned it on the piano right away. Any baby who came over, you know, our friends' kids, they would like sing it with me and stuff. Like I loved that era of time when Let It Go was really popular. But then it just kind of, you know, overdone and at the parks, Disneyland, you know, they did the sing-along. They yeah. just did everything, you know. And the show at the Hyperion at Disney California was actually a beautiful show. But also I was like, man, they got rid of Aladdin for this, you mm -hmm. know, too. So, um, but yeah, I I don't know. I, I Frozen is great, but there's also something about the animation. I don't know if y'all watch it again. Not everything is detailed. Like the background characters specifically like there's this ballroom scene uh where all the it's characters like just feel it's like feels unfinished and it feels like the characters are copy and paste you know opposed to like every other animated uh at least from like 1990 on you know everything's so detailed i feel like yeah i get that i guess for me i love the story honestly of the two sisters and yeah them being so different and having to take care of each other which trumps the rest of them. yeah I do love um, Olaf. I just sent in an audition for the national yeah. tour. Oh my gosh, how fun. For Olaf. And uh, yeah, he's like asking, they're asking him questions. He's like, yeah, why? <laughs> yeah. yeah, why? I don't have bones. <laughs> yeah, I don't have bones. I love, I love his character and I love Josh Gad. So I just looked up the release date of the first Frozen. It was in 2013. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that was kind of at the peak of or the beginning of social media and i wonder if yes. that's part of why it got so overplayed because it was kind of the first time yeah. maybe that everyone was sharing oh my about god a big so movie true. Like that. remember all of the covers the, too the covers on the YouTube? videos of 
you know, little girls singing Going through it. ice. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Those extra videos. Yeah, yeah. You know what uh, I'm talking about. Where long the, ball gown. Literally ball in gowns bed. in actual ice, like igloos. Like they rented out like ice. Right. And the Halloween bars. costumes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was going crazy. I mean, I wasn't annoyed at kids, but you know. Just overall. Maybe over the years. Yeah. But during that time, 2013. It's, it's been nine years. Wow. That's crazy. Why isn't Mulan in your top five? I know. Um, I know. I, I, I'm just, uh. <laughs> if you didn't know by now, I played Mulan in the show called Making the Magical Map that closed during the pandemic. So I was in that show for eight years. I have a lot of love for that movie and for that role, and especially you singing that song, Reflection. To me, Reflection is like top five Disney songs for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I guess now we can just talk about what are the the standards yeah. that make us think of our top Disney movies. What makes a movie qualify for your top five? Mm. What makes a movie a good movie? Is it just that it was entertaining and you want to rewatch it? Sure. Or is it like, you know, it's more meaningful? Mm-hmm. Like, would you want to rewatch all of your top five? Right. That actually is a big reason why I picked these as my top five. Oh, because okay. these are all movies that I could rewatch without getting tired of. I know Frozen is one that everyone's saying they're tired of, but for me, I don't I don't get tired of watching it. I love the story. So to recap, for me, it's how I felt when I was watching the movie for the first time or the memories that I have yeah. with that film as a kid. The music and rewatchability, me w- being able to watch it over and over again without getting tired of it. Love that, love that. Uh, for me, it's it's actually the memories attached to the movie um, and how meaningful they are to me and and the music as well. So yeah, memories, meaningful. Music. <laughs> music, the three love. M's. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> When I think about rewatchability, I kind of want to swap out Mulan for Frozen. I'd rather rewatch Mulan. Interesting. Yeah. That's a funny movie. Like Mulan is really funny. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So, cool. so I a specific memory I have with Hercules is that me and my sister Jasmine, the one who is a year and a half younger than me, we would watch it over and over and over. And we would switch out this and Spice World the movie yes <laughs> a good one uh that i think that was like jasmine's favorite movie mm-hmm. and we would just like literally die laughing watching both of these films over and Aww. over and we would just like lie there and like rewind the tape maybe rewind the other while the other's playing you know what i mean uh so that's that's why hercules is is up there as well for me and of course because of the song go the distance and also lion king similar um, and this is also before, even before my dad passed away, but me and my sister would crack up during the scene when they are looking at the stars and they are like, Timon's like, do you think it's a bunch of dead guys up there? Like that's stars, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, we would just like die laughing. And so I love, yeah, I, I love Disney music. It reminds me of my childhood. My dad and mom used to sing Disney music in their choir did Disney medleys and yeah, we grew up with it all around. So yeah, music's a huge part. Do you feel like 
the movies helped you at all when you lost your dad? Like watching through them or like even relating to Lion King since you brought that up as a connection? Yeah. I'm not sure if it was like actively helping me at the time, but uh, I like to, because I don't really remember how critically I was thinking when I was 10, when I lost my dad. Uh, I know how I felt and I remember a lot of certain things. But later in life, I started attributing my love for Lion King to how I related to it because of Mufasa and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So I think actually as a grown-up, Lion King helped me and not necessarily as a child going through it. But yeah, that's what Disney is best at is it's storytelling and you know helping people heal and stuff. I don't know. It's it's big for that. The movie that came out, were you 10 in 1999? I was. Yeah. Tarzan came out that year. Oh. Oh. Interesting. Yep. Yep. Exactly. 1999. I have another question. Do you have any controversial takes? Like, are there any movies that are really, really popular that you're like not a fan or <laughs> vice versa? All right. We got something to uh, confess about Alyssa. Go ahead. Tell the world. Tell our viewers. <laughs> this is why I was nervous to record this podcast. Uh, I'm nervous now <laughs> to listen the setup. I don't know if I fully ever watched The Lion King. <gasps> what? I'm so... <laughs> I... <laughs> I don't. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> I definitely have. Uh, I love the music. I know all the characters. I know the overall story. <laughs> I don't ever recall like really watching it as a kid. And like loving and it. And loving it. Hmm. I don't hate it. I just don't remember it very much. Like if I if I were to retell the story of Lion King, <laughs> like yeah. scene by scene, I don't think I would do a good job at it. Wow. I don't even know what the beginning is like. Huh? I really don't. It literally opens with, nah. Okay, well that I know. <laughs> that I know. That I know. But like, I don't, know, the title I don't know when, I don't know when the dad dies. I don't know when. What? Yeah, this is. I'm going to be I'm going to get so much I'm going to get so much hate for this. I just rewatched my faves, the classic faves, and I I like, can't wait to see Julie's face on the recording of this. Branched out. <laughs> I know for sure my parents showed me the movie when I was a kid. I just really don't remember it, and it's not one as an adult that I have rewatched. And I'm I'm embarrassed to say it it'll happen before we get married. <gasps> Whoa, that's a Countdown's on. Countdown is on. I'll, Countdown's I'll, on. I'll put that I'll put that on my to-do list. I forgive you, I guess. <sighs> I'm glad we got that out. I'm glad we got that out, yeah. the, out of the way. <laughs> if you do your penance by watching Lion King. Okay, while you all digest the fact that Alyssa has not it's really no seen... no my friend. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> has not really seen Lion King or have any memories attached to watching it, which is weird. I mean, we watched the Lion King live action, right, together in the theater? I fell asleep. She Stop. fell asleep. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay. I didn't love it because I love the original so much, right? And they kind of veered away from certain things and made some things exactly the same, which I 
didn't like like i loved the aladdin live action because they changed you know even the ending mm -hmm. anyways uh while y'all all di digest uh this info new info for you uh, i'm gonna tell you some four honorable mentions that made my top nine i guess uh in ninth place is actually Lion King one and a half, Whoa. which for sure you didn't I watch. If you didn't, seen. I don't think I've seen that. You I haven't, definitely haven't I, seen I it. I thought it was so funny. It, like it was also just an extra thing before Lion King two. You know that you could watch. I love Lion King two as well. Anyway, um, was it straight to DVD? Yeah, uh, VHS still. VHS. There was still VHS back then. <laughs> nice. Um, Tangled is my top eight. Top seven is Meet the Robinsons. Y'all, come on. I've never watched it. What? You too? I didn't even know that was a movie. Have you seen me through? Thank I've you. Heard, I've definitely seen the. See, Nate's a techie. That's why. I'm so embarrassed. People are going to be like, do you really work for Disney? He's <laughs> he's futuristic. Yeah. I heard it's good. Oh, oh. meet the Robinsons. Yeah. Yes, with the kid who. There's a huge spoiler, actually. No, the, don't the say huge it. Huge plot twist. Don't say it. Okay. I'm going to watch it. Babe, before we get married, please. Lion King and meet the Robinsons, please. Okay. Yeah. We're going to sit there and watch please. it, turn off our phones. It's the one with okay. the, I have a big head and tiny arms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. And then the song um, Little Wonders by Rob Thomas. Aw. So good. I don't know what that is, but. And then my top <laughs> six is, is Moana, actually. Okay. So that made that, so. Do you have honorable mention? Oh, you had something to say. No, I just wanted to say that another reason why my top three is the way they are was because Mulan, Jasmine, well, Mulan and Jasmine growing up for me were the only two princesses that I felt like I could relate to in some ways yeah. because Jasmine was darker skin and yep. Mulan was like she sang and she was Asian. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's why they made it into the top two slots because as a kid, even when I wasn't recognizing it, those were the two that I could relate to the most and right. feel seen by. I mean, that's a big thing of storytelling in with the platform that Disney has. You know, it empowers a lot of kids growing up and especially growing up, maybe not seeing ourselves in certain costumes and things like that. But when Mulan came around and Aladdin and Jasmine, right, you feel a little more empowered. Right. And not just looks wise, but story wise, as we were saying, mm -hmm. like Anna and Elsa representing the, sister. the sisterhood, you know when people are mourning or grieving their parents, yeah. you know, that stuff all represents you, your your own story. Mm -hmm. You can kind of reflect back on it. And I think that's such an important thing of what, what Disney has done throughout the years. And it's cool that you work in literally diversity and inclusion at Walt Disney Studios. Yeah, and part of part of the work is expanding on the stories that we're telling so that more people can feel represented and seen in Disney movies because they have a huge impact in growing up because of, you know, the amount of eyes and ears that are listening to the music and the stories, which is why I love that Julie pointed out Encanto because I totally forgot about that being a classic Disney and that had so many different layers of representation in it from it being a you know, uh, Latina, uh, Latino story and Colombian story. I was trying to figure out the country, a Colombian story. So it was very specific to that culture, but also having like the intergenerational trauma and yeah. having all of these people live in one house and different taking skin care tones. of each other, the different skin tones. Um, I thought that that was beautiful and definitely deserves an honorable mention in my list. I love that. I love that. Yeah. That one, I, I liked it when we watched it. I was like, Oh, that was cute. 
But then when you get deep into all the oh, analysis, yeah. I was like, all right, it can go in the top five. Very it, cool. it came out while we were hanging out, right? Oh, yeah. yeah it came out during that time. Yeah. But yeah, I love the stories that Disney's putting out recently. You know, Ryan the Last Dragon, Turning Red, and Encanto. Like, those are really great. More to come. More to come. And it's mm. all thanks to Alyssa. No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I wish. I wish I could take credit for that. Um, I'm sure we could talk about, you know, the Disney, Walt Disney Studios movies forever. We can even bring live action to it if we want to. But... I think let's move on to... Let's move on to Pixar. Pixar. All right. Top Pixar. You want to go first this time? Yes. All right. Starting, oh, starting with five? Yeah. yeah. Starting at five, A Bug's Life. <gasps> okay, go ahead. Go okay. Ahead. Awesome. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I love A Bug's Life. Doesn't get enough credit. Number four, Monsters, Inc. Mm. Number three, Inside Out. <sighs> love Inside Out. Number two, Toy Story 3. Mm. And number one, Coco. I Coco. love that. Remember me. <laughs> Though I have to say goodbye, remember me. Oh, uh, that Coco is the one movie out of all the Disney movies that I was absolutely wrecked by. Yeah. Uncontrollable sobbing. It, the moment that it happens in the movie is just. I was oh. like. Oh. Are you I was crying right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I can feel it. I just remember. I mean, Disney movies have a record of making you feel emotional and crying. But the way they did that scene with Mama Coco yeah. and having Miguel and them having that, yeah, moment that moment together was so beautiful. And it was a reminder for me to tell my grandparents that I loved them while they were still here on earth. Like I remember yeah. immediately after that movie, I was like, I need to go tell my grandmas I love them. And oh, I love it. I appreciate them. Yeah. And I want to give them a hug because... Coco was a reminder that life is short and family is everything. Yeah, and one of the last times we got to go to Disneyland with your grandma who passed away, Mama. We went to the Coco. We went to the Coco thing. Exhibit the Coco thing. exhibit, yeah. Disney California. That I was the it. last time we went to Disneyland with her. Yeah, yeah, it was. Mother's Day. Yes. Beautiful. Um, I love that. It's a great list. All very emotional movies. Yeah, and I can go into it a little bit more, but I want yeah. you to hear your five. Okay, my top five, my number five is A Bug's Life. <gasps> yeah. Wow. We have the same five. <laughs> same number five. Number four is Onward. Yeah. Yeah. No. If you, oh, you explained that one to me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I know some people, it's not for everybody. I but know I think why. if it hits, I know why it hits. obviously. Okay. Number three is Coco. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, number two is, this is kind of out of the blue, Soul. Mm. Yeah, that one really hit me. Yeah. And then number one is, I don't know if I'm allowed to do this, but I just put Toy Story franchise. No, <laughs> you got to choose one. Is it Toy Story 1 or Toy Story 3? Because it's definitely not two or four. Let's be real. <laughs> your, top, your top five are Toy Story 1, Toy Story 2. I actually like Toy, Toy Story uh, 2 because of the song When She Loved Me. I do love that song, yeah. but, but the story no, wasn't there. Toy Story 1, I would say. Toy Story 1. I was in between. Number two is definitely going to get a Toy Story franchise spot. 
But number three, yeah, again, another one that I wasn't uncontrollably sobbing, but I was sobbing for sure in the movie theater. I remember holding my sister's hand, like you know the scene where they're all holding hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's when you cried. I was like. <laughs> that's when you were crying yeah i was like so no i cried at the end when the when andy gave away the oh, toys that that made me cry too yeah. but when they all when the toys were all <laughs> slipping down and they all are holding hands and looking at each other i was like <laughs> what the, no way like for me i was like they're gonna live because why are they gonna kill off all the- these characters <laughs> i knew <laughs> i mean I knew that they weren't going to die. Like they weren't going to kill them. But the way they were like in that moment together, I felt it. I felt it. And then the end too, when he gives it away, that felt like, I mean, I grew up, it was around the same time period that I was like going to college too. So it was very like nostalgic to have that movie around at that time. Julie, you have some top Pixar movies? (sighs) Yes. Okay. What what (laughs) the hell? I I have trouble with Pixar. I'm going to be honest. Oh. I don't like a lot of them. But I'll tell you my top five. But even my top five, I'm like, mm. okay, let's okay. hear it. Let's hear okay. it. And I want to hear why. Number five, Inside Out. Okay. Okay. Number four. Oh, I have a tie. Number four for Finding Nemo and The Incredibles. I love Finding Nemo. So <laughs> Such good. a throwback. Okay. Uh, number three, Brave. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. I honestly I have no idea what happened in the movie but I remember that I liked it at the time <laughs> I don't remember any of it now if you could change your fate would you <laughs> oh, yeah number two Ratatouille oh, and one. number one Coco mm-hmm. yes it's gotta be Coco my issue with Pixar my beef with Pixar I can't Ooh. believe there's even beef but go We're on clipping that. it's not even really it's not that they're doing something wrong but every movie in Pixar, I feel like is meant to teach you a lesson. And sometimes I just don't want to learn. Mm. Sometimes, I mean, Interesting. don't take that out of context. Obviously, <laughs> like I'm open to learning what I need to learn. But sometimes when I watch a movie, I just want to relax. And Pixar usually makes me feel sad. Like the movie Every Up, everyone was like, Up, it's the best movie, best movie ever. So I was like so excited to watch it. And I was like, oh, this no. ruined my whole night. <laughs> <laughs> and Soul. Mm. I hated that movie. <gasps> I hated it because I don't like movies where the character has to like give up their dream for something that's more meaningful. I know that's like true about life and it's a good lesson, <laughs> but I'm like, you want the just, movie can to you have, just give me what yeah, I want right you now? You want it to feel... I have enough stress in my life. Just let oh me experience God. the magic. These of, are good takes. I mean, that's I'm a glad, fair take. I'm glad you at least have an explanation because yeah. I hear you. I, I hear a new Pixar movie comes out and I'm like, great. Everyone's <laughs> going to love it and I'm going to be over here alone and mad. Did you like Turning Red? <laughs> I didn't even see it. Oh, she hasn't watched that. Not yet. I would say that one's Pixar. a little lighter in the tone of okay. like sadness and stuff. But yeah, that's that's so fair about Soul. You know, I, I mean, I wanted to explain my soul placement at two like right after i watched it for the first time i watched it again like by myself on my computer like i remember we all watched it on disney plus mm-hmm. in the living room and then i just watched it again and i was just like wow this is like truly meaningful and something that you know lesson like julie said that i take for granted sometimes which is like enjoy the life around you and what you have and yeah he didn't get to his 
the best gig. Like he didn't feel like he was at the top of the world. And I think it was just, I don't know, maybe it was something in that moment that I really needed to hear. So mm -hmm. Soul definitely, that's why that's number two. I It's so funny because Julie, I have the opposite opinion on Pixar. I really? love, I love the, the underlying meanings and I like movies that make me like think. So that's why I think I have an affinity towards Pixar actually out of all the studios. Mm. I love Pixar the most. Yeah. Because don't tell the other brands that I work for that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I seriously do love Pixar because of that reason. So yeah. interesting. Yeah. Well, if you don't mind learning the lessons and then just tell me what I need to know, that would really save me some emotional <laughs> heartache. I know. I'm sure also there is a certain perspective that kids or a lens that kids watch it through. You know, it's meant to kind of, like the main, main lesson. It's meant Sometimes to go over their heads. Over their heads. And, you know, yeah. they enjoy it probably a little more than adults do. And adults take it really personal and get really sad with all the issues and all mm -hmm. that stuff. So I have to add, I did love Coco. That's, a, yeah. that's an exception. I yeah. loved that one. That one did to me felt feel like a Disney movie, actually. Yeah, well. yeah. it did because it had all like similar themes as mm -hmm. like Moana. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, my top six is Inside Out, then Monsters Inc., then Up, then Wally. I'm shocked Wally didn't make anybody's list. I didn't see it yet. What? I... What? You didn't see Wally? I think I was like, oh, it's Pixar. I'm probably not going to like it. I don't I'm think I think I haven't seen Wally fully either. We need to have a movie marathon. Yeah, I need Lion to I need King, to catch up. Wally Tarzan. I can't believe this. I've seen parts of it and I love the parts that I've seen. Yeah, so Coco actually has music, you know, Un poco loco, mm -hmm. remember me like that the main characters are actually singing. So I think that might maybe why it, it feels, feels like a Disney more film. Classic, classic yeah, more Disney. classic Disney, which is really cool. Uh, but Turning Red, I got to, you know, we got to shout that out because it's an Asian Canadian story. Uh, there are a lot of cool references to like the time when I was growing up, like mm -hmm. listening to boy bands, boy bands, Backstreet Boys, you know, in sync. Yeah. Tamagotchis. That time period was so great. So if you haven't watched Turning Red and Julie, I think you would like this I'll one. actually. It. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very light and funny. I think it okay, was good. it's in my opinion, one of the funniest Pixar movies. Like, oh. silly. I can learn a lesson if there's some humor. I'll accept that. <laughs> uh, we want to also uh, give a shout out to our friend AP Anthony because he oh, actually yeah. started this thing a couple years ago where he did like the NCAA March Madness brackets, but he put Disney, Disney movies, movies, but he also put Pixar on the other side mm -hmm. and then had people battling and then everyone started... It went wild on Twitter. Yeah, it went wild on Twitter. I remember there was a video too, Leslie Odom Jr., who was in Hamilton, who was like killing it at that time, who's like top peak famous. He did like a video saying his top Disney, Disney movies because of that bracket, you know, yeah, which it was, was really cool. Circulating a lot. So it's fun to put these movies, you know, against each other and pit them against each other. But I think at the end of the day, what we've all learned from our own top list is that we have certain memories mm -hmm. that we attach to these movies and that they mean something different to all of us. Yeah. I love that. Beautiful. Can I ask one more bonus question? Yes. Let's do it. Maybe for a bonus clip. If you could work on, like be an actor or just work on one of the movies, which one would it be? 
and if you could live in the world of one of the movies, which one would it be? I love that question. Are we saying for the first question, if we were to go back and work on it Mm -hmm. or... Yeah, like if you could go back and you could have been one of the characters, oh. their voice, or or even just a producer or a, you know, animator. Yeah, I think that I would have loved to work on um, Hercules because I I want that I wanted there to be more music. Mm. You know, he only sings one song, and there is not a duet in that movie. So I feel like now, like loving the style of Alan Menken, who wrote the music, you know. I would totally love to help out with making more music. I don't know if it needed it. It's a it's a near perfect movie, but it would have been fun. I would probably say I think Aladdin because I would have loved to give See, and now there's a live action version where they had the opportunity to do this. Yeah. But I would have given Jasmine her own song. I love oh. Jasmine's song from Aladdin, the musical spectacular at Disney, Disney California, California Adventure, Adventure to yeah. be free. It's such a beautiful song. Look up that song, to y'all. To be free. To be free. So good. It's so good. Shout out to Cassie Simone, who is my favorite Jasmine in oh, that yeah, show. Oh, yeah, yeah. She rocked. She, she rocked. rocked it. Love that I song. I love when she sang that. Yes. Um, in the Aladdin musical, actually, she sings a song called Behind These Palace Behind Walls. Behind These Palace Walls, which doesn't hit as hard for me. It's a little... Off the walls. Right, 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 right. Yeah, there's like three-part harmony. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. It makes sense in in the musical, but I love like a good power ballad. So I would would have loved to have Jasmine have her own song. And I love Lea Salonga and love her voice in it, so. As far as live in the world of, uh, to all my fellow gamers out there, I love Kingdom Hearts. Oh. So, you know, I've gotten to visit all the worlds. Oh. Uh, a lot of them I anyway. That. Yeah. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas World. <gasps> That'd be Such scary. a fun. Be a little scary. It would be a little scary, actually. But Christmas Town yeah, as well. Yeah, Christmas would be you fun. Know. That would be nice. Ooh. Yeah, that'd be a fun one. Ooh. Wait, are we including Disney and Pixar in this one? Yeah, okay. sure. <gasps> what? Let me guess yours. Okay. Ratatouille. <gasps> oh, oh yeah. Well, we could do that on our own for reals. Yeah, we can go to Paris. And, Paris. And, True. Uh, I actually was going to say Monsters Inc. Mm. Because it's so fantastical, like yeah. monsters and I don't know. I love I love I think it's so fun, like the whole doors thing. Yeah. But then also San Francisco, like uh, Big Hero oh, Six, Big Hero 6 yeah, world yeah, yeah. is really cool. And Baymax is so cute. I would love to like hug him. And Baymax is coming out with a series of shorts on Disney Plus that I helped consult on as well. Oh, They're yes. really good and really awesome. cute. And Can't wait to watch it. Yeah. Very excited for that. And it's about like healing and going through health and all that stuff. Love cute. it. I would probably live in the end of Frozen when it's like all lush and green and flowers mm. and you can have your own weather over your oh, head. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah with Olaf. that'd be nice. Yeah, That's good cute. biophilic design. Good. <laughs> <laughs> An ice castle, great biophilic design. Did you like Frozen 2, by the way? You didn't watch it. I did watch okay. it. I think I liked it, but not like, Loved oh my it. gosh. Yeah, but I, I think I liked it. Uh, yeah. By the way, everybody, check out the Pixar theory on either Reddit or YouTube. 
it's a theory that all of the Pixar movies are, are related. Uh, we can go into that at some other point mm -hmm. in life. I'll have a conversation with you about it. It's so good. And uh, a lot of people on YouTube make videos about it. So check that out. Should we, should we give our thoughts on if we think it is true or not true that the Pixar theory? It, go ahead. I don't Please. think it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I I don't think every animator talks to the next animator to see how they could connect it. No, I don't think so. But it's a nice mm. thing. To but it's about. really fun. I yeah. like to believe in that. Yeah, yeah. I haven't believe, heard that believe, one, but believe. but I heard something about um, the Frozen sisters being related to Tarzan. Yes, like he's mm -hmm. their older brother. I feel like Disney like came out and said something about that, and it wasn't true. But I still I still think it is. Anyways. Actually, the director of uh, Frozen or and Tarzan. Um, said on Reddit that it was true, but it it's not an official account. Like, it, or it is, is, a, is it official? It's an official account, but it's not officially by Disney able to confirm that. But he was like, "Yeah, let's just say that's true." Yeah, it is true. I want to believe that. Okay, we can believe <laughs> it. We can believe it. Wow! Thank you for listening to our podcast. This was like one of my dream episodes. I'm so glad we got to talk about this. Thanks, Denise, um, for writing it in. Yeah, thanks again to all who've contributed from our Twitch family, those on Discord, Instagram followers, uh, our Glisten Up team, and our friends and family, especially One Down and Kumu. Thank you all so much. Check out our podcast page for more debates like, is Disneyland better than Disney World? Assumptions about us that may be true or not true? Are we compatible based on our personality types? and other polarizing topics. We also want to thank our lovely producers, Nathan Texan behind, behind the, the camera, camera, and Julie Texan, of course. Shout out your podcast again, Julie, for those oh. that haven't heard about yes, it yet. Please. That's so nice. I have a podcast called Really Pretty Good. It's based on the fact that really pretty things are good for you. So it's all about aesthetics and wellness and how you can basically use design to feel better. Go check out Really Pretty Good Podcast by Julie Texan. Don't forget to follow us and interact with us on social media at Sweet or Savory Pod and email us at sweetorsavorypod at gmail.com. And check us out on Kumu every week, every Tuesday, actually, as we discuss our new episodes, debate even more. We have guests. We've had Melissa Polinar. We've had Ella J. Bosco on our show. So come hang out on Kumu every week on our live stream show. And please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and tell your friends. Stay sweet. Or savory. Yeah.